Welcome back. We are here. Hey. Well, what was that? Uh, what did I say? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you introduce yourself then. My name is Cindy. My name is Gabriella. My name's Andrea, and we are Haunted and Mother. Anyway, we're so excited because this is our second Campfire Tale episode. And so two for I, two Tuesday. Oh my God, two for two Tuesday. I know. On a Monday. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, oh, I was gonna say maybe they'll hear it on a Tuesday, but I think they're actually gonna hear it on a Thursday and so on. So we're gonna post this episode um on Thanksgiving in honor of all the turkeys and macaroni and cheese out there. Yeah. Yep. So when you're slaving in the kitchen, you can just turn us on. Yes. Out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of spooky, I just cracked my neck. Ew, is that what that was? You heard it? Yeah. No shot. You actually did. I thought that was like the table or something. No, dude, that was my neck. I thought I was killing myself. I know. Nana has the best cracks though. She she crackles like a water bottle. Uh we should record it one day. Do you remember? Okay, anyway. Um (laughs) what was I saying? I got so derailed always happens yeah all right let's get into it who wants to go first um i really like my stories i can go i could do mine first or cindy do you want to do your first yours first huh you can go first okay i'm so excited okay so my first story is called the unrest stop i was driving across country with my mom and sister when i was 16 and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were well-rested, still and alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us with two young men standing still outside of it. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work and they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us and the two men had not moved at all, not an inch. They weren't talking, they weren't on phones, they were just standing there, still as stone. My sister and mom came running back out to the car and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies and I swear to fucking shit, we all saw the same thing. They had eyes dark and empty, truly empty, not black, not reflecting any light at all, just a void. We sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience, we couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map we had. We even asked locals about that creepy gas station on that stretch of road and only got confused looks. We've traveled on the interstate since and there is no rest stop. So creepy black eyed children grown up. (laughs) Oh. 
I yeah. feel like tits are worse though. I know they are. Um, I picked this story for that reason because of the eyes. Yeah, the eyes mm. get me. And because everybody's traveling for Thanksgiving. Hello. That's so creepy. I think like gas stations at night in the middle of nowhere ha- oh, yeah. are already creepy. So creepy on its own. Yeah, because you you know, I mean, at least for me, I get creeped out at night because of I think I think of all the humans bad stuff that can happen to me. Right, exactly. Yeah. You just add paranormal stuff on top of it. That's yeah, it's fucking That's horrifying. We're done. <laughs> I'm over. So oh, Rest God. stops freak me out. Yeah. I don't like it. Plus, it's dirty. The bathrooms there. Oh, don't mm-hmm. even get me started on no. those mm-hmm. disgusting-ass oh. places. The amount of times I wake up when we go um, take our family road trips to Miami, and we're, like, in South Carolina, some random rest stop. I wake up with my bun all messy, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> I know. You know. I miss those days sometimes. I do, too. Let's do it. Let's do our own road trip. Oh, haunted. haunted or- really? Why not? Why do I have like listen? If I'm gonna have a paranormal experience, it better be like in a castle in Europe or like a haunted house in yeah South Carolina, not a rest stop gas station. <laughs> I'd be so fucking mad. I'll pay for the monthly subscription for that um, ghost box at <laughs> at the gas station, but not in that beautiful oh garden God. that we were in. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> that'd be fun. I'm like, uh, hello. All right, story number two, Andrea. You said you had two, right? I do. All right, so my second story is titled "It Came for Us in the Graveyard." We were driving my friend's really old, beat-up Subaru through a massive graveyard. We stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black and we couldn't make out any features other than the fact that it looked like a man who was wearing some old style top hat. We stupidly waved and shouted hi. He didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting still on the rock. All of a sudden, he jumped to his feet, started running, I can't, I can't, (laughs) started running to us on the water and then vanished in thin, <gasps> in thin water about halfway on the pond. No! Ew, I hate ghosts with top hats. <laughs> My friends and I screamed and ran back to the car. The car wouldn't stop, and we heard something banging on the back of the car. It wasn't a constant bang, but every few seconds or so we'd hear it. Nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark, but something was making a noise on the car. I opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come give us a boost, but I had no service. None of us had any cell servers. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get her car started. No banging was heard afterwards, but we felt this heavy pressure around us. Finally, the car started and she hit the pedal to the middle. We sped out of the graveyard so fast. Immediately crossing the gates, all of our phones regained cell service. One thing I know for certain is that someone or something was out there and it was not an animal or a human. It was the hat man. Top hat. Hello. I'm so I could not hold it in when, when it said it started running across the goddamn water. Yeah, like like it was like evil Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah. I picked that story mm -mm. because um, it was another story I started reading. Couldn't finish it because the second I heard stood up and then I saw the word run and then I said, nope, we're not going to finish it. This is my story. I don't know why I thought you were going to be like, oh, he it, he stood up and then crouched down. You know, I hate crouching. Yeah. Oh, right? hell no. I hate running. That was worse. Okay. He was so, running on water towards so us. So the problem. And crawling Shut the hell up. I can't. <laughs> so the problem with me is that when I think of this, I think of Nana's oh. socks. When she puts her black leggings and black socks on and she like points them and makes them like look creepy. That's what I thought of running across the lake. Like, oh my um, God. Do, like, do yeah. you know the She-Devil and Powerpuff Girls? Yes. Oh my god, I should yes. be the she oh god, I can't I can't even remember year. I can't remember her name, but um it would be like that character, but in all black running across the pond on like oh, tiptoes. Yes. I have I no imagine. idea what you're talking about, but it sounds scary. So like but do you know what she's talking about with me when I wear my no. black leggings? Okay. No, but I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? I might take a photo of that and like send it. Make it <laughs> post creepy. it on Instagram. <laughs> uh but those are my stories that I found. I know they're Aww. great. Try to top that, bitches. Uh, okay. Or not top hat well, story. Wait, well, I'll try. Mm. I'll try. <laughs> I'm going to go next. Who's next? Cindy. Cindy. Okay. Gabriella said before that she wanted to go last, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, too, have two stories as well. And the first one is named, I Saw a Live Exorcism. Oh, hell oh, no. 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 <laughs> All right. I saw a live exorcism. I was skeptical as hell and thought, okay, this is obviously some sort of psychological thing. It was my friend's little sister. And basically, she had changed a lot in the previous weeks, like drastically. My friend told me everything that was going on and we went to his house. His family and I are generally quite close, so they were cool with some of us, some of the questions I asked. Her behavior had apparently become scary, aggressive, and rebellious. She had started drinking, which was a huge deal for their culture, and apparently was spending the late night with boys. Another huge deal. And she was 16 at the time. Mm. I knew that she really needed some therapy, but they were convinced she was possessed. I was young and terrified of my friend's parents, so I was, I was too scared of the subject. Anyway, a bearded man walks in and speaks to them in their language. I'm simply rolling my eyes, unable to believe this is actually happening in the 21st century. He asked a few questions and then asked where she was. The parents replied, the bedroom. Her parents walked and stood outside her door and her father knocked. I was peeking at the staircase. She had headphones in, so she didn't hear. He banged on her door a little more and then she started to bang at the door in the same rhythm on the other side. Her dad stopped. She opened the door, looked at him, giggled, then calm, came down. Giggled, then came down and walked to the living room. We're standing there. Me, the bearded man, my friend, which is her brother, her other brother, and two of her cousins. The bearded man said something, and her father basically grabbed her from behind. She started to scream, like really, really scream. But everyone in her family just told her to calm down, that it's going to be okay. Her father, while restraining her, brought her towards the bearded man, 
where she is still screaming and her arms are like flailing about. The father pins her down and she really started to lose it. I'm absolutely scared at this point. I'm almost about to intervene, but again, scared shitless and curious at the same time. The bearded man started singing some prayers, some prayers, and the girl began to scream as if it hurt her. This goes on for a while until I honestly couldn't take it anymore. The girl was sick and she needed help. Not ramblings of a yet another crazy person being sang down her ears. I look to my friend and tell him to stop this, but he had the calmest expression in the world on his face. Here, his sister is being abused in front of his very eyes and he's just so chilled that I honestly felt like I didn't even know him. I go to the mother who looked really emotional, who looked really emotional, but even she insisted that I absolutely should not interfere. I was still going to, but then something insane happened and it still scares me till this day. The possessed girl speaks, but not any language she knew. She speaks a language that she knows how to read, but doesn't understand a word of. The same language the bearded man was singing in. And then she spoke it fluently. They had a conversation. The bearded man and the possessed girl, the whole family, even the father who still has her pinned, but far more gently now, are left clueless as to what's going on. I go to my friend and ask him what they're saying, but he didn't know. I asked, why not? He told me it wasn't his language. It was Arabic. He didn't know Arabic and neither did anyone in his family, especially his younger sister who could not barely even read it. They were obligated by their religion to be able to read Arabic. The exorcist and the quote-unquote demon speak for a while until again he started to sing and she began to scream. I'm frozen to the spot now. I have no idea what the fuck is going on and no idea what to do. He stopped singing and started whispering gently in her ear. She stopped screaming. He gets her to repeat a few prayers and she seemed normal again. He asked her father to let her hands go and she sat up. Her mother immediately goes in to hug her and her father and everyone seemed relieved. I am honestly shocked and just mind fucked. I'm standing there watching a girl who was apparently recently possessed surrounded by her loving family. And after that, she was fine. She wasn't drinking. She wasn't dating. I spoke to her far more often and she seemed normal. She actually claims to not remember most of the exorcism. I quizzed her about it, but nothing. Just the end when he started whispering in her ear. Still thinking about to this day. Possessed by a demon, I question. Or some crazy mental disorder which has you speaking a language fluently. A language you don't even understand. But would she know the language now? That's a good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, son. That sounds like possession. Yeah, that's weird that she yeah. just like okay, all but why would, why would it's like sorry. Why would does that like seem like such an easy exorcism? I mean, I'm not one to judge. Right. I God forbid that sounds like that would be too much for me. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, was, like I feel like this might have gone on for hours. 
Because oh, okay. you know how typically exorcisms go on go on for hours, for, yeah, even days, right. or even months, you know? Yeah. But this one was, uh, I don't think that the individual um, who experienced this went into detail as how long it was, know, long the time frame was, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like, if they, if they affected her life that much, you know, like it ha- it must have like taken a while to get out of her. Listen, when I was, when I read it the first time, I was like, she's just being a little hope. That's that, you know, like she's just drinking, you know, fucking around, whatever, you know, doing whole shit. But then, like, I don't know, like the whole, you know, screaming, and you know, they have to pin her down, and just speaking she's speaking a language other languages. Know. Yeah, you, that she has no idea about. Um, that yeah, that's a sign. It's just like and I understand, and I I don't know what the religion their religion is, um. But for them to, it's obligated for them to speak Arabic in their religion. Like, not right. speak, I'm sorry. It's up, they're obligated to read in Arabic in their religion. It's kind of like the, it's like for Catholics, you know, how uh, back in the day, um, they had to at least, you know, read Latin. Oh. And, you know, like, say, know some prayers in Latin. Um, so it's just, so it, it, again, it's like, if we were in a room with a person that's Catholic mm-hmm. and, you know, they speak Spanish, but then all of a sudden this is going on. And then, you know, the priest and her start speaking in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be Dude, like, oh, God. Like, nope, I'm out. Have fun. Um, I'm surprised just go. a friend stuck around. I know, right? True like, friend. oh, like, yeah, I'll try. Like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just chill. Watch this exorcism. No like, biggie. If, my, if I had a friend that told me, like, yeah, my sibling, my sister, my brother is, like, possessed, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like you want to come over? No, dude, <laughs> I'm not coming over. It was good knowing you. I'm going to head out. <laughs> yeah, I know he said that they were close, like, the family was close, but, like, that's, that's a bit still. of an audience. And his parents weren't there, or her parents. I'm sorry. No, the, her parents the fr- were. There. Oh, the no, friend's the friend, parents. The friend that no. was visiting. Like, if I found out, let's just say I found out my close friend's child is being possessed and they're about to have an exorcism and they invited my child. Uh, first of all, I would not let my child go. No, I wouldn't. Listen, there is so much that is kept from your parents. I mean, my parent. I had. A best friend growing up whose parents let us, you know, just smoke weed and drink in their basement. Yeah, <laughs> Mom and true. dad had no idea. So that's true. <laughs> Which Cindy that, was a wild child. You know, mm-hmm. at this point, it's Meanwhile, better. I was a sweet angel and I still got all the shit. <laughs> no, you didn't. Chill no, out. you didn't. I got so much shit. Andrea. I was a sweet angel. Okay. Well, I... And moving on to my second story. You guys oh, yeah. ready? Just bring so, it. Can we can we take a pause and acknowledge Nana's onesie right now? <laughs> oh, thank God. It's, oh, it's my Halloween one. It's cute. Oh, she's that's wearing, adorable. She's wearing a onesie Skull. with skulls on them. Okay. So my second story is called When I was 17, I believe I saw a demon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. So, my experiences began, as far as I can tell, when I was eight years old. There was a part of my room, a dark closet with no door. 
It was very dark, like pitch black, so you couldn't see anything inside of it if the light was off, even with a night light or moonlight illuminating the rest of the room. The closet had curtains only, which ended about a third of the way down the closet. I was always so terrified of the closet, but nothing bad happened for years. Like I said, the first real happening was when I was eight. That night. I was trying to sleep and couldn't do it. I just felt kind of almost like a little panicky feeling. A fluttering of sorts mixed with anxiety. I just completely ducked under the covers and curled up, trying to sleep until the morning came. But suddenly, right after I turned over, I felt a harsh tugging on my leg. I tried to pull my leg back and curled up tighter into my covers. I had no clue what was going on and I was freaking the hell out. A second or two later, I was pulled completely off the bed and dragged into the closet by something I could not see at all. Oh, hell no. But I could definitely feel it. It had long fingers ending in claws which, by the way, marked my leg when I saw it later. It was strong, and my blanket was left trailing from the bed I had been pulled from. But I was in the closet, and everything was black. I couldn't move for what felt like at least an hour. And when I could move, all I could do was tug the covers around me. I felt very sick. In fact, in the morning, I was still sitting there, but finally a little bit of light got in and I could move. That was the only happenings I remember at that house. <laughs> we moved soon after. Not related to what occurred that night, but a few later but a few years later I started seeing shadows, humanoid shadows crawling on the walls. I would hear whispers in an unintelligible language, and this started when I was around twelve. I would hear distant sound screams around the age of 14 and 15. But all that was just the beginning. Once I started dating, it all pretty much stopped. I didn't see or hear much more, at least nothing very concerning. Sometimes it would be like music box noises and flowing water on occasion. Weird, but not all that concerning. But after I left for college at age 18 and left the boyfriend that I had been dating, everything came back full force. But now I can see so much more of it. If I walk outside at night, I can see shadowy figures much clearer than before. I can even see their eyes, but they don't seem human. I also see disembodied limbs, mostly arms or tongues, and all black coming out of the walls. Ew. I also see eyes peering out from areas of darkness on occasion or black stuff suddenly appearing on walls, looking kind of like oil, sometimes dripping down like blood. The whispers are a lot closer sounding. I don't hear many of the screams anymore. I woke up one night to something feeling like it was well, something I couldn't see was having sex with me. Really, really hard. Oh my God, shut up. It, it was almost excruciating and I felt severe panic and terror. Oh my God. Oh. Even after 
that it was well i could feel the pain from it for at least three hours after oh my god recently starting about half a year ago technically i felt something wrong about certain places in my apartment at one point i was about to fall asleep when I saw long black fingers ending in claws kind of moving out from the crack in the side of my closet door. No, I hate fingers. I hate fingers and nails. The, I know. The fingers kind of tapped on the outside of the closet and opened it just a tiny bit. But nothing else came of that. I heard the sound of metal-like nails scraping on the wood. I felt the same aura general feeling basically from the more recent thing as I did when I was eight and started feeling slash seeing slash hearing this stuff. Granted, my doctor said I show signs of paranoid schizophrenia. He would not do tests for some reason, but this is what he suspects and I'm very pretty much accept this, acceptance, accept, and I pretty much accepted that. It's a much simpler explanation. Though. It's a much simpler explanation than, oh, right, so you've got a demon. I'm a skeptic besides. Atheist, too. Don't believe in the afterlife at all. Not that demons couldn't exist, but just that they almost assuredly don't. What? First of all, that was a goddamn incubus. <clears throat> yep. Oh, my God, that I poor... That poor person. Oh my god, I feel disgusted. That's my worst nightmare. Uh, oh yeah, I, I think I think this person is dealing with like more than one entity. Oh, oh, for oh, sure. No shit. That's that's that. I can't even. I can't even make words. These are yeah. the worst stories. This honestly, because like, what sucks is that it's not just paranormal, but it's kind of like. A paranormal and like human thing that can happen at once it's like the absolute worst thing yeah. ever it's a defilement against your body it's disgusting and i just i feel horrible for anyone that's gone through that and i don't i, don't, I can't even I don't yeah that it. with the nails like no dude um like making the noise against I the wood i couldn't like, it, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of, like, you know, the dinosaur from, um, um, what's it, Land like? Before Jur Time? Jurassic Park, you know, when that, when that, when it does the tapping with, with his toenails? Ew, yes, oh, yes, yes, I'm really talking about. Yeah. That's what it reminded me. And I'm like, I hate claws. <laughs> That's um, disgusting. I feel so bad because, like, paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah, it's you know, it could be that, but this is intense. Like and also whoever that boyfriend was that they had was obviously a protector. Well, yeah, because it oh, wasn't yeah. until after the boyfriend left that, you know, she was defiled in a horrible yeah. way. Ugh. Yeah. Spooky. It was All a right, good Cabrilla. story, sissy. It was a good story, but it set my mood so sad. And I like know that that last one. Was, that really got me. Really depressing. It that really know. got me. I know. I hope they like you know seek help mentally let's, and also spiritually. Let's send a quick prayer that this person 
is doing well and whatever they are going through they're able to live past overcome the darkness and, yes and see the light and that these entities do not bother them anymore and that they are overall living a better life than before and you know may god shine his light on her saint michael protect her amen amen all right gabriella okay i'm next so i also have two campfire stories and um i picked these two because i feel like i easily can relate to them for um different reasons so the first one it is called for the past three slash four years i've been experiencing quote quote watchers that's what i call them at least <clears throat> i'm often skeptical if i'm really being watched or if my mind is playing tricks on me it started when i was 18 i will see a hand ugh. i will see a head or figure peek from the corners of my walls or peek through my door mm. like someone's checking checking on me but doesn't want me to see them I see them in my peripherals and stay there if I don't try to look at them directly, but the instant I look, they move. The first couple of years was anxiety-ridden, but I've gotten used to it. I've told people about this, but it doesn't seem too common. My wife says it could be a good spare watching me. I feel a connection to that sometimes, because if it's bad, I feel like it would have happened by now. What do you guys think? So that was the first one. Um, and... It's funny that you say that because I feel, I feel like that when dad comes down the stairs <laughs> in the basement <laughs> and like he like just peeps around the corner of the staircase and I'm doing my thing and then I'm like, wait, what the fuck is that? And I look and he's just like he's... standing there staring at me. And he doesn't say <laughs> shit. He no, just he just stares. And <laughs> I'm like, exactly yes. <laughs> and then he's like, Jonah. Yeah. I'm like, what? I can't. What you want? Right. Ooh, I can't. Um, so the second story I selected is actually a connection to this story. Um, not exactly like they know the, the the people involved in both stories. They don't know each other, but it's they can relate to each other. Okay. So um, the second story goes like this. I had experienced this for many years. When I moved out of my parents' house after high school, that's when it started. Every house I moved into, it was there. It would look it would look around corners and you could almost see a hand wrapped around the corner of the wall. You could feel it there. It was like what it feels when you are in your house and someone else is there and you can feel but they are silent out of your vision. You just know because you can feel the person. When I would feel him there, I would always look around and see him doing the same thing. He also used to watch me whenever I brushed my teeth. Always. My dog used to bark at the exact place where it would stand, but you could but you could see nothing there. Years and years went on, and I went from suspecting it to be evil to actually it being a malevolent entity. I used to I, I was used to him and it was just a part of my life. One day when I was in a house living with two other roommates, I felt him in the corner again looking from the hallway and I turned around and it was one of my roommates doing the same thing. I had never told anyone about this entity or my experience. When it was my when it was my roommate, I finally saw its face clearly. 
It was on the same spot, but now on top of my roommate's face. It jumped into him. He was never the same after that. It was just following me like it was waiting for the right person to come along to jump into. His face was like a weird, curled smile and strange. I couldn't believe it. My roommate changed drastically and he was someone I had known forever. I remember looking at his face through a bonfire one night and all I could see was the entity that had been with me for years and years. I don't think it wanted me because I was aware of it. I had accepted it and acknowledged him. I knew. After that incident, it never followed me again. It was a long time living with this entity. My roommate changed so drastically and became withdrawn and sinister. He would lock himself in his room and never come out. He was scary to be around. He used to be my friend, but I think because he had some weird mental issues, he was just he was just susceptible to the entity like the one I lived with for many years. It was so crazy though. When I turned around expecting to see it and seeing my roommate in the same position as the entity, which was something he had never done before, I felt like the entity then, not my roommate. I suspect that they are joined for life now. I'm not sure. It was a bit of a relief, but also a wild experience. I'll never forget it. This all occurred in Tallahassee, Florida. And that is my second story, guys. That sucks. I know. Why are these stories so depressing tonight? <laughs> I just, you know. You're gotta, sensitive. Gotta send all these prayers out, and that's fine by me. Hey, booze, if you guys want a prayer, let me know. I got you. It just sucks. Pray like, for you guys. I'd be actually livid if I found out I was living <laughs> with someone and they never told me that they have like a ghost or any kind of weird experience with them throughout their life. And like, hey, by the way, I haven't told you, but the ghost that was following me is now on you. <laughs> yeah, that's not right. Yeah, I, I, I think help needed to be sought out yeah oh, i um i feel so roommates are scary i i don't know if i've ever told you guys this but like when i was younger um i had a couple of reoccurring nightmares where like my roommate in college uh would you know hurt me or or like kill me what? and then what? yeah and then um, I was like, oh, like, ugh. I just ha- like I don't ever want to sleep in the same room for a long time with like a stranger, right? Or like live with anyone. Um, and then um, uh, our cousin that passed away, um, Yesenia, when she was in college, her roommate attacked her. What? What? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> And then, like, Vanessa, you know, you know, Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa um, her, went to Hood. Yeah. Her roommate attacked her, too. Yeah, I remember what? that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, uh, like, obviously, that was, like, you know, uh, scary for me. And I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if it was, like, a premonition. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that was not okay. Damn, son. We should do a... um an episode on roommates oh we should pin it add it to the list add it to the list okay all right booze thanks for joining our second campfire tale
This was like kind of depressing episode, but it was good at the same time. And they're, they're all depressing, I feel like. Yo, guys, suck ass. Bye, bitches. What? I have shit to say. What are you talking yeah. about? Who the fuck are you talking to? No one's saying to shut up. Oh my, oh my god, god, she's just saying she was just joking, sissy. Oh my god, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Oh okay, okay. Really? You could have fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I don't know. Kind of you guys hard. are so I'm uh, sensitive. Cindy reading her her campfire tale. Oh, like, I know. And then, in the corner, eyes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then there were the hands and I know I'm not one fingers. to say. <laughs> and they were laughing the no entire way. time. And <laughs> I was trying so hard to keep it. <laughs> and then when, at one point, when I was like, I said something. I don't know because you said, you said something. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Or like, I don't fucking yeah. know what I said. I just, I just said it because I knew it was kind of like a serious point. <laughs> Like someone had to comment. Yeah, like right. It was like a commentary moment, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I started busting out again. I was I was skipping like the parts that um, like she fucked up in writing. That's why I was just like, "I know it's fine." Sometimes when you talk, when you read stories, it's not the first time. And I'm not attacking you, okay? But you have like a long break in between words. I've noticed, and oh for sure, uh, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) and i hold my breath when i read oh my god yeah i'm perfect Mm -hmm. so (laughs) clearly people like my my voice nana your voice sounded very like soothing when you were reading your story i was like really yeah i don't know what it was i had a little rasp in there too join us in tonight's ted talk I was trying to be yeah, like, like very, very storyteller nice. like. Yes, that's what we need uh, to do. I, honestly, I was holding my breath, guys. That's why my cheeks are like. Oh, I see out. it. I never. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. was like, <laughs> I was just laughing. It was really funny. Okay, right, guys. Well, that's the end of our second episode. What? <laughs> <laughs> I interrupted her. <laughs> oh, go ahead, sissy. I'm sorry. Okay, sissy. I saw. Okay, booze. I'm at the point where I'm about to threaten people. No, Bro, I'm, kidding. Bitch. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But please, pretty please, please, like we really appreciate you. Don't don't piss off our white witch, okay? Um, <laughs> that's the point where I'm about to threaten people. Send me your motherfucking ghost stories. Uh, I'll put a cap in your ass. <laughs> I can't. She said I put a. Well, for real, put though, a spell on you. Uh, on a real note, guys, we um, would really, really appreciate it. You um, emailing us, or I don't care, even just DM, DM us. I really don't care, but okay, like, let's go. Just fucking, I want to stop cursing, but just please send us your um, personal stories, or if you know a friend, or if you just want to be fun and be a storyteller it doesn't have to be a real experience just like make it spooky mm-hmm. go for it if you care. would like us to pray make for it you. a real experience yeah 
What'd you just say? No, don't say that, umbrella. <laughs> I didn't even Cut listen. What did she out. say? No, what did she say? It doesn't have to be real. Seven of you don't cash shit no, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> What's up, I'm going to piss myself off. I'm keeping that. Write something <laughs> on a napkin. <laughs> Send it to a seven. <laughs> She said, <laughs> she, she said, become a story it. writer. Become yes, a story I, writer. I, she said, it's, that's what I said. Like, if you want to be creative, you know, and are, if, you're, if you're a story Booze, writer. don't fucking listen to her. She, <laughs> what the hell is a that mean, girl? I don't want some just... fake ass shit. <laughs> what if it's scary enough and I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit. No, like, I'm this is authentic. Okay. okay, booze, I'm sorry. Cindy said no. No. Yeah, you, we, can, we can read it. We'll read your 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 uh, fiction novel. That's but I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it's real, clearly. that That's that's such a lie. I don't lie to no. booze. No, we tell no. real stories, no. dude. real stories. Yeah. Okay, I'll start my own podcast. Bitch! <laughs> yeah, go for <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my God, I can't with y'all. Uh, I'm cracking up today. I forgot I'm what in a I was really saying. good mood, if you could tell. I don't even know what I was saying, but yeah, send us oh, your stories was... and we can send you prayers. Thanks. <laughs> Hunters uh, prayers. Also, follow us on Instagram. Yes. Uh-huh. Follow us on Instagram at Haunted Hermanos Podcast. Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass, all of you. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Wait, the booze didn't see this, <laughs> but Cindy just got so mad at us because we were overlapping with her talking, and she just kind of wailed her little tiny arms. <laughs> it makes it better because her hair is half up, half down. Yeah, this is fine. Half this on her head. Yeah. I, I look like Cindy Lou Who, but it doesn't even look like like a clean bun. Looks now, like son, this is a struggle. This is what. A- what Chris calls a struggle bun. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Let's... It'd be like that. Okay, continue, Sissy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Andrea>. <laughs> I am done with you bitches. Fucking follow us on Instagram, Facebook. DM us. Send us your stories. Send us love. Listen to us. Carajo, just Great. do it. <laughs> Rate, review, all of it. Yes, we send love us it. your love. Yes, especially since it's Thanksgiving. So please. Oh, yeah. Tell us what you're giving. thankful for. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm thankful for ghosts. I'm thankful for your personal experiences and, and that you're sending it to us. <laughs> so Gabriella is thankful for some fake ass stories. <laughs> Hey, I love my story. She wants writer. all the fiction uh. novels to be sent to her <laughs> so she can I'm, read them on here. I am grateful for turkey, pumpkin pie, and my sissies and my family. And all you boos out there, thank you again oh, for staying with us on trail. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Okay, bye. I love you. Adios. Y bye, y bye adios. adios. adios.